Hey guys, welcome to a Tea Party, a podcast where two Asian American high school students give you the latest tea on down the middle politics and what it's like to be a student from our generation all while drinking tea. How are you, Sean? It is quite a mess for me right now for details that I do not wish to go into. Personal details, yes. Yes, but and I'm happy that we're on break. Winter break. How are you? Yes. Uh, I don't know. Today's been a busy day, but other than that, it's been pretty normal. I mean, school has been very, very tiring as usual, but not to like a like an insane extent. You know, we're on break, so at least I get a break now. Uh, overall, not not terrible. Not terrible. Yeah, that describes sort of life in quarantine again. I feel like everything's yeah. a metaphor at this point, and the word that you used, extent. Ah, uh, everything is a to what extent question to me. To what extent? Oh, don't remind me of to what extent questions. Oh, we'll get into that in the student life section. But for today, the tea that we are going to be talking about today is. You didn't ask me what tea I was drinking. I forgot what tea. Oh, what tea are you drinking? I, I'm just saying because I don't have tea myself. I'm too lazy to go downstairs and get tea. Um, but what tea are you drinking? I'm sorry about okay, that. Okay, so I specifically dug out a new bag, uh, a new type of tea for this podcast, seeing mm. as we are past our 10 episode anniversary. So Ooh. this is a Afri- uh, South African tea. Uh, it's a herb called uh, Ruivos, I think. And uh-huh. it's caffeine-free. Uh, great for uh, like a Friday evening as today. And it is very, very soothing. It's like a vanilla-y herb is the best I can describe it. Vanilla-y and it's earthy. herb. Yes. I like vanilla. I think that would... That would was it... Is it is it like a bougie kind of tea or is it like I got the front my just happens to be South African kind of tea? This is definitely bougie. Um, okay, okay, I'm sorry about that, but I, I respect I respect that. You know, everyone's entitled to their own bougie things. Let's just go let's go back to the question I asked before you reminded me that I forgot the whole premise of this podcast. Right. How do you celebrate Christmas in your household? How I celebrate Christmas, so. Normally, uh, in a non-COVID year, I would have my dad come over and we have a tree in our storage. It's like a plastic, one of those grocery store plastic trees. They're like, I don't know, three, four feet tall. And Uh. we'd like decorate it like the day before Christmas because we're lazy. And then we put it up until like January. Yeah, we do have presents though. Like that, we we have the under the tree type of presents, not the stocking presents. Uh uh So... That's, that's not bad. Yeah. yeah, it's fairly normal. Like, we don't have a feast or anything. It's not like a traditional American uh, style of Christmas. Traditional, yeah. It's enjoyable enough. What about you? My Christmas is slightly different. Um, we always have my brother come over, my brother who lives by zone in Seattle. And since every single time my, my brother comes over, it's not it's not very often. So we, we have to have a big meal and Christmas is no different. We used to set up uh, a big plastic tree, not just for, it's a plastic tree, of course, but it's a, gro- it's a grocery store tree. But it was, it was way taller than that uh, because we have high ceilings in our living room so we could, you know, have it. But since my family isn't Christian, we aren't religious at all, uh, 
at one at one point when Justin and I grew up to a certain point, they they stopped pretending like、uh, we cared that much about Christmas, so we don't do the tree anymore. But of course, we don't pass up the opportunity to celebrate. We just have good food. There's not much. There's not not much to it. That's basically how it goes. Wait, what about gifts? What about gifts? Uh, we don't often do the gifting. It's just around this time of year. Sometimes my mom buys me or Justin something, something cool. Just like, oh, this is your Christmas present. And my, my hair, the, the hair dye that I, I did a few weeks ago, that was my Christmas present,、uh, which is pretty cool. But not like a traditional sense gifting, no. That's good to hear that you're actually still getting gifts. But getting gifts early. I feel like honestly, this transition we've experienced it too. It's hard for people to keep secrets. Especially when we have、mm. like a shared family account, like you basically、oh, know what you're getting. Oh, a family Amazon account, yeah. Yeah. So,、uh, by the way, just a disclaimer: this podcast is only talking about Christmas because it's the most widely celebrated in the U.S. We are not religiously affiliated in any way、um, to Christianity. Yes, we do. We respect. We do respect all other holidays, of course. If you're celebrating something other than Christmas, go say that. That's really cool. I I wish everyone listening to this happy holidays, no matter what 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 you're celebrating. If you're celebrating anything. Yep. So Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, and Happy Kwanzaa.、Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> With that out of the way, I want to talk about carols, because that's carols. also a very American thing. Even、okay. though it's slightly more Christmas biased, that's that's true. When's the last time you've heard a Kwanzaa carol? I I don't know if you've like noticed or have thought about it in the past, but apparently all Christmas carols are like really old. There hasn't been any like、Probably. pop music Christmas carols for a while. Well, that's that's just wrong. Well, okay, yes, we all know there's Mariah Carey's "All I Want for Christmas Is You," but that's also kind of old,、uh, believe it or not. Like that's not like 21st century. How? How old that could possibly be? How I'm googling it. I'm googling it. I'm googling it too. I'm pretty sure it's been a while. It's 21st century. I'm, I'm guaranteeing 1994. You, I, six years. That's not 21st. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 1994. That's close. That's. I mean, when when you're talking about old, I thought old. You meant like, oh, this has been around for hundreds of years, ever since the Pilgrims <gasps> kind of carol. I don't know what your perspective of old was. I guess you're right. I mean that's recent enough, but like I can count on my fingers like all the recent ones. You've got all I want for Christmas,、okay. and then you've got White Christmas, and then you have Baby, it's、mm. cold outside, and that's it. I think that's that's all I can think of, and that's like three. So oh, there's Sleigh Ride, Sleigh Ride,、yeah. Sleigh Ride is pretty recent, and 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 um Jingle Bell Rock. Yeah, I don't remember when that was, but that's that's not like old old. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe it's just not a profitable genre to to make songs about. Not a profitable genre.、Um, probably because people don't like it when you listen to holiday music not within holidays, and I guess people know what they like, so、uh, they don't want to experiment. It's sort of like the national anthem. Like, even though it's hard to sing, people like it. So, yeah. Yeah, there's a whole debate about like listening to Christmas music at inappropriate times of the year. Like someone listening to Christmas music in July, and then the, someone tweets about that, and all the, all, all the replies are like, "You, you demon, you, you." Is it imbecile? I m b e c i l e. The insult. Imbecile. I can't pronounce that word. Imbecile. Imbecile. <sighs> imbecile. Yeah. Are you sure about that? 
I'm like 99% sure. We're Googling something for the second time this episode. In true a tea party podcast fashion. Imbecile. It's imbecile. imbecile. You're correct. Yes. Okay. Jesus. Okay. Yeah. Let's talk about gifting. Yeah, let's talk about gifting. Sales like department store? That's depressing. Yeah, that is depressing. <laughs> I think about it. I guess capitalism and Christmas. Oh my god. Uh you wanna talk about cotton? Do you wanna talk about the industry of, of Christmas? Sure. Let's- do you know about the movie The Polar Express? I do know of the movie The Polar Express. There's this interesting line in there where the elves who are monitoring the kids are saying like mm-hmm. time is money. <laughs> that isn't the most capitalist thing I've ever heard. So they're promoting capitalism, but at the same time, it's literally about a man, a wealthy old man using slave uh-huh. labor to give <laughs> like children across the world gifts for free. Yeah. So these are communist. Well, just because they're slaves doesn't mean they're communists. That means they're slaves in the capitalist system. No, no, no. Like, no, no, no. That's not the. That's not the communist part. The communist part is they're giving away stuff for free to everyone. You could argue. Yeah. That it's capitalist because if you consider Santa part of a of an overall holiday industry, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. If Santa. If, if Santa can can harness a lot of slaves, right, mm-hmm. um, to manufacture these presents, uh-huh. assume he is wealthy enough to purchase the supplies for all those presents, uh-huh. like the means of production or to yeah. create those presents, right? Yeah. And if all the kids in the world get presents on Christmas Day, uh-huh. you could consider that a very expensive PR move. Because it promotes the holiday industry. <laughs> because if everyone knows that they're going to be free getting free presents, then all the parents have to buy into the holiday industry as well to buy the tree and everything else that's required for the Santa <laughs> to even come and get the presents, like all the cookies and everything. Oh. I just don't think it's communist. Just because, like, if to assume it's communist would 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 have to imply that right. So technically, the kids don't own the means of production. Santa owns the media yeah. production. So I never thought I'd say the word Santa. Santa <laughs> owns the media production. <laughs> oh my god, that's terrible. I just said Wait. Santa owns the media. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, Santa owns the media production. <laughs> Don't repeat it. Oh my goodness. <laughs> So, if, if you can see my ears, they're like completely red. Like I don't. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna spend too much time like losing it over that if we don't move on. Uh, TLDR, uh, it's just capitalism. It's just no capitalism. Not not com- not, cam- not communist. Okay. No. Oh, I'm glad we got that settled. Um, <laughs> gosh, I don't even know what to say. Like. So, basically, you're implying that all the big businesses are working with Santa? <laughs> yeah. It's because, you can think of, like, in, in any given industry, right, the heads of the biggest corporations, or in this case, the organization, I don't know if Santa is his own corporation, the heads of the, each industry, they all have to know each other because, well, they're competitors. 
they just they just know each other, right? right but in right, this right. case, they're not. In this case, they're not competing against each other. They're working with each other because they're they're not exactly competitors because there's not like there's another Santa trying to out Santa Santa, right? Right. So they're <laughs> working together. Why would you just? Said that? Oh my god, this is iconic. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, <laughs> I'm gonna try to rephrase that without like this melting into a puddle. <laughs> so basically, um, we have monopolies of every industry working together to reduce competition from yeah. all sides, so that all of them profit in this okay, capitalist well, it's not, system. It's not exactly to reduce competition because. Well, there definitely is competition between like all the Christmas tree companies and whatever. It's just they working together to make sure that this industry actually exists. Because imagine if Santa didn't give free presents out to everyone, right. that would just defeat the whole purpose of everything. Yep. Like you, like you just lost like all the, ch- the Christian children around the, the world, right? Yes, it's a religious capitalist group. <laughs> we sound like a conspiracy podcast. <laughs> They're they're Christian capitalists. (laughs) They're Christian capitalists trying to uh, hoist a PR move so that children around the world will continue to buy into uh, the concept of Christmas and prop the industry up. And at the same time, forcing parents to spend money during this holiday season instead of conserving money. For decorations. Yes. To keep the economy alive. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. I think we've figured it all out. Perfect. Mm. I absolutely love it. Moving on. Moving on. Okay, we're going to talk about random <sighs> now. Random shenanigans. Random <laughs> Okay. Okay. First thing on the list is something that... <sighs> okay, I'll explain it. I do want to know what it means. So, you know, for everyone who doesn't know, Quackity is a... Pog. Streamer, Twitch streamer, and also YouTuber. He makes a variety of content, usually centered around gaming. And recently, he's been more popular on the Dream SMP, which is a very well-known Minecraft server. Um, so Quackity, right? Yes. He did a thing. So I'll explain what an ARG is. An ARG stands for Alternate Reality Game, which sounds crazy when you first hear it, but it's not that crazy. Basically... <sighs> How do I how do I even go about explaining this? He made this this big game, this huge, it's an incredibly well thought out puzzle that people think it actually took him years to make based on where some of the videos involved were dated back to. Um it's it's everyone calling everyone's calling the Quackity ARG. Basically, um I believe it started with a tweet, I think. It's either a tweet or like a posting a YouTube video. Imagine, imagine you have like a really, really, really long breadcrumb of trails scattered around the internet on like 10 different sites, including social media sites, YouTube, whatever. A bunch of really obscure clues that are not obvious that there's like strings of numbers. Some of the clues are even creepy. There's this PowerPoint that I had to click through that oh my God. Uh, was was pretty was pretty creepy. Okay. Um a lot, a lot of it is creepy. I'm in currently joined in three different Discord servers which are all dedicated to the ARG. 
that contain clues within the channels and everything like that. And in the end, people don't know what the end game is. People don't really do these things for the end game. People assume that this is for free merch because his shop came out recently, but no one knows. Um, and it's happening over a span of nine days, and they're like people are just trying to track down the clues and go to the next clue, join the next server, find the next site, find the next video. That's what the Quackity ARG is. And I have, um, I spent about five hours yesterday oh. creating a flowchart with all of the clues which I have compiled. I know there's definitely way more clues that, and I've seen the other clues, but I've only had time to compile oh clues over a period of five hours. I made a flowchart and everything. That's what's been happening. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And I'm in a, an, an Besides the three Discord servers, which have the actual clues in them, I'm also in another server, um, which has thousands of people in it right now. Who the entire server is dedicated to solving this ARG. And in any given time of day, the fir- the, the 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 main VC is always full with fifty people in it trying to solve it. Personally, I think there's like an uncanny resemblance to one of the recruitment games that Cicada 3301 has played in the past. I don't know if you've heard of it. I, I That rings a very faint bell in my memory. Would you like to explain? Yeah, it's like one of those games where you have to find clues, solve puzzles, and like get to secret sites and etc, etc, etc. And also this reminds me suspiciously of, um, I don't know if you've heard of these two books by Hank Green, an absolutely remarkable thing and the sequel which i'm reading right now actually uh, a beautifully and foolish endeavor where you know they they call it alternate re i no they call it like i don't know but it's like basically an arg i think they even have like the same name i know alternate is like one of the things but like the same thing happens where you get clues in real life and you try to solve a puzzle and they give you some reward this is pretty cool the, the difference is I'm actually opening my my flowchart right now. I, I can't really, you know, screen share it with you, but I can, you know, describe what it looks like and whatnot. The the, the difference is um, the, the, the rule about ARG is that you're not allowed to have physical clues, like actually send people going searching for stuff because then it can get very dangerous very easily. It's just virtual clues, basically. Right. Um. If I I know this is a little bit of a ramble on this podcast. If I were to give it, but if, if I were to give a description of some of the clues that have been found so far, um, there is. Uh, I don't even know how I can describe it because a lot of these are images. Try your best, I guess. I mean, I'm, I I can put it in the show notes if you want. There are there are two Twitter accounts. One of them was the name with the handle. 10k 3k 1111k21 which has had which has tweeted stuff like remember it's a free-for-all be wary of decoys spies and misleading clues and another huh. tweet think horizontal across the given to a new beginning very cryptic stuff wow um, there have been youtube videos there's even been a wattpad account you know what wattpad yes, is? yes i do there's even been a wattpad account that has contained a clue wow so they've seen all the fan fiction yeah. stuff it's it's not an actual fan I know, fiction. I know, it's but just like, related to the these, war. These yeah. YouTubers have seen all the stuff. <laughs> I mean, they, I yeah. feel like this. I feel like Quackity would be like the perfect person to set this up because he's a YouTuber mm. and he makes money by like doing this kind of thing, like publicity stuff. 
Plus, because his job is so focused on publicity, he has all the time to like actually think this up. I mean, the fact that he has the effort, that's pretty cool. Well, it's it, obviously it is publicity, but the, the thing is, he's not exactly the type of character you would think to make a very in-depth puzzle. Like if I were, you were to ask me, like out of all the streamers that I watch, of all the YouTubers I watch, like who would set up an ARG? I, I would have never have guessed Quackity. That's the thing. No one saw it coming, right? Because well, everyone was like, Quackity, he's, he, just, he just speaks Spanish on the Dream SMP and makes all these <laughs> Discord's Got Talent videos and suddenly he pulls this the most cryptic thing uh you've ever seen i mean it's just a persona right that if, I, if i've learned anything from well, that, reading that is a persona that is a persona he's smarter than people think that's the thing because of his well, persona. obviously i'm sure he has someone helping him oh he has he has mods he's definitely he has mods yeah don't you think this is like curious like all of a sudden these like arg type things start popping up left right and center like you've got an absolutely remarkable thing released earlier this year you've got quackity developing his arg for years and you've got cicada 3301 like i feel like it's almost convergent evolution we're like convergent evolution different people think of the same thing at the same time for like the same environmental pressures uh, I think it's more that um, you know, like, it's, like this community, the, the Quackface community plays a lot of games. But in general, like when you play video games, it's just it's, it's just you just play video games, you do puzzles inside a game. But to have something like this, and then this is why I really love stuff like these, these kinds of energies. When you have something like this, not only do you have to solve it with like thousands of other people online who are also trying to find the same clues, it's the the clues. It's not like, it's not like an executable file. It's it's like it's they're scattered around the internet. These are places that you you've been on social media sites that you've been on your entire life, and just have you. you they require a bunch of different talents. Like maybe you don't know how to use an audio editing program, but you know how to invert an image, something mm -hmm. like that, right? I think that's that's the appeal in it. Maybe, and I don't know if it's something that you could talk about. Like, oh, a lot of people came up with this around the same time. It's a coincidence, but I don't know. It's just just such very fun, I guess. Very interesting for people like me who have always been on the internet. For sure. And this is like like a test of like how well can you search the internet, use clues, do research, that kind of thing. Moving on to student life. Oh, finals are coming up after break. I don't remember what day they were, but they're, they're in January. I know that. I believe it's January 20 because I know the January 25th is the teacher work day, which means like that's the end of the semester. Oh, my God. That's like one or two weeks <laughs> back from break. It just hit me that to that today was the last day of school before. Like, it literally just hit <laughs> me that today was the last day of school before break. Yeah. That's we're wild. already more than halfway into December. What? We are only a so, week away from Christmas. Basically, time is an illusion. That's what you need to get out of this. I know. So fires are coming up. I am not looking forward to them. Neither am I. To say the least. I'm thinking about them now. And that was just a bad decision. Yeah, student uh, life. It's, it's interesting because uh, when the seniors had their finals last year for semester two... They were all canceled mm -hmm. because we had we we're at the beginning of virtual learning and no one had to figure it out. Yeah. But now that we have it figured out, we still don't like see the same effectiveness and the same results as we do physical learning. 
right? Oh, definitely. So it's been worse. I I still don't understand why we are having finals, and why IB tests aren't canceled, and why we're well, still trying. Their argument is that online learning hasn't been detrimental to the point that a cancellation of finals would be warranted. I adamantly disagree. I do. I will say, I will say, I did expect College Board to continue AP tests and to continue the SAT because the College Board is a corrupt educational monopoly that survives solely off of the pain and suffering Ooh. of students across America. I neither sup- I, I neither confirm nor deny my support or negation of these statements, but I will say, pop off. I mean, have you ever registered for the SAT and seen that they charge like a solid $30 service just to know which answers you got wrong? I have. I have seen that. And the college board is a for-profit company it's 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 the thing that it's profiting off of is something that is mandatory for people who wish to pursue higher education i've seen multiple videos about how why why college board is so deeply hated like do you you hear did you remember like the ap test last spring Mm -hmm. right yeah it was literally a dumpster a dumpster fire yep like basically they did like on this online we talked about this and then the servers we talked about the servers were crashing yeah some people couldn't submit them and then they had had like a makeup time yep and (sighs) why i suppose i suppose our only solace is the fact that colleges aren't really requiring sit for like next year at least applicants we're not sure for 2022 not for our year yeah but for justin's year my my brother's year yes did not require him uh speaking of which the psat is also coming up on the 26th of january mm. well as much as i hate college board i don't think i'll be taking the psat i'll be taking the sat because you can't apply to college with a psat score that's true i i haven't actually taken the sat yet so i have to take that Ah, oh, things are looking down again. Oh, Jesus, it's it's just a depressing year, twenty twenty. Uh that's an understatement. We went from talking about holiday culture to talking about Minecraft YouTube to talking about and then not talking about school. It's not a fun. Yeah. it's not a fun time. It's not a fun time. <sighs> but we'll, you... we'll get we'll get we'll get through it. Hopefully. All right, we'll get through it. I I like that. Would you like to conclude this podcast? Yes. All right. Uh, Eunice, thank you for potting with me. And you? This podcast is edited by Sean, produced by Sean and Eunice. The graphic design of our new logo is done by Eunice. Whoop, whoop. Uh, our whoop, whoop. podcast is hosted on anchor.fm. The music you're hearing right now and the beginning of the podcast is Mozart for the Magic Flute. You can email us at atpartypodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can follow our social media on Instagram at atpartypodcast. And like the brothers green always say, don't, don't forget, forget to be, be awesome. awesome.